0: Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Brandon Scoop B. Robinson, senior writer at Heavy.com and the host of the Scoop B. Radio podcast. You know, I got to check out my guy, Austin D., because he's making it happen on Austin D. Radio. Thanks for the intro, Scoop. You guys are tuned in to a special edition of Austin D. Radio with your boy, Austin D., And on this episode, we'll be discussing the racial injustice in America after the shooting of Jacob Blake and how the NBA has made a mark in the history books. Donald Trump and the White House officials dismiss the importance of the NBA's boycott and former Portland trailblazer Mo Harkless shares his story on an encounter that he had with the police. But before we get started, I have the man who battle raps on the weekdays and kicks it with me on the podcast every weekend. You guys can find him on Instagram at underscore it's soul world. The one and only Mr. Dennis Hudson joins me in the studio. What's up, man? What's
1: good? my brother you know it's a it's a weekly thing I,
0: I take down that being a part of your podcast every week yeah man um yeah I, I just want to make this a disclaimer for like all my podcast listeners out there right now this episode there's going to be no debating we're talking like racial injustice in America what needs to change so you know th- like I said this is a special edition of course with me and my man Dennis Hudson but before we go ahead and get into the basketball topic of things I just want to start off with just some shout outs some RIPs because RIP to Chadwick Boseman, you guys might know him for his role as King T'Challa and Black Panther. He recently died at the age of 43 um, the other day. Just want to give a shout out to him and his family. Um, I pray for them and all blessings up. Also, Former Portland Trailblazers star Cliff Robinson has died at the age of 53. The cause of death is unknown at the time. All praise is up to his family as well. Also, now let's move on to some more good news, you know, a little more lightheartedness. Donovan Mitchell, along with Adidas, they donated a total of $90,000 to the education of Jacob Blake's family. If you guys don't know, Jacob Blake was a young man that got shot in Kenosha, Wisconsin, seven, seven bullet shots to the back. Fortunately, he survived. But yeah, that's a good thing that Donovan Mitchell did. Also, I want to give a shout out to Carmelo Anthony, along with Chris Paul and Dwayne Wade, as they are funding the Social Change Fund, which basically is promoting social justice within their platform. And they take a stand against police brutality and the systematic racism. Now going into the heart of the news, the NBA playoffs will resume today, according to ESPN and other sports outlets. Now, the NBA did make a mark in history books as the Milwaukee Bucks did boycott their boycott their Game 5 along with the other teams ahead of ahead of Wednesday's playoff battle. So, Dennis, in terms of, you know, the social injustice movement and what the NBA has proven, do you think it's too early to start the playoffs or because they're, excuse me, because they're resuming the playoffs today as we speak. Do you think it was time or do you think this was something that should have waited or had they already made their point?
1: I mean, in my opinion, it could go hand in hand. Like, yeah, same tragedy. Uh, a tragedy has transpired, and we're still doing, dealing with the same thing over and over as African-American people. But at the end of the day, we still have to look at it from the business side of things. Like, y'all had already agreed to start this, like, last month. Y'all gonna postpone it again? Like, because if they would have postponed it and said, okay, because the Lakers and Clippers both um voted to not even play anymore. Am I correct? Right. So you have two teams out of 30 teams voting not to play no more, you still kind of outnumbered. Now, if it was an even playing field and they decided to just cancel the rest of the season, then us as the fans, we would just have to deal with it. But at the the same time, from the business aspect of things, they got to see it as, you know, you have to kind of have something to take the light of things off. Like, yeah, like a lot of people would be heavy hearted and stuff like that because it's like a tragedy that we continuously have to live through. But it's like, at the end of the day, y'all already kind of agreed to doing this, So might as well just try to hurry up and get it over with.
0: And see, the thing for me, I see, I'm I'm stuck on both. I'm stuck on both sides of the tail. Right. Because Dennis, you know me for the past few years, you know, I'm an avid, avid basketball fan, especially sportsman. But more so basketball when it comes to my NBA, you know, I don't play about my basketball. And so when I when I was looking at this, I'm like, now. Now they they did they did get some positives out of it you know in terms of forming the coalition um you know in terms of turning arenas into polling polling place for the for the November election so so they got all of that my thing was when we're talking about a boycott some of the some of the most inf- infamous ones in history when we look um when we look throughout you know the the bus boycott with Rosa Parks when we look at the March on Washington. And shout out, shout out to that. That was previously yesterday. That was August twenty eighth. So shout out to the march on Washington. Um, when we look at that, those those take time time to change something that's systematically wrong within, you know the black community. And so when I when I look at this, of course they always had that. These athletes have their platform, and I'm I'm more I'm more happy than ever to say, look, I'm glad that they took a stand. I, I'm I'm not going to take that away. The o- only thing I would say is that you saw you saw how crazy people were acting. When they got when when um COVID nineteen took basketball away from them, everybody everybody was it. Everybody was feeling it. it was like, oh my goodness, what I'm going to do without sports? You know, da 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 da. And then once basketball comes back, it is it basically distract it almost distracts America, right? And not not so much more Black America because this is what we what we seeing in these killings. No offense, but it's like it's almost like we're watching a story unfold. and it's a, it's the same episode too many times again and again and again, and we get tired of that. But I'm talking about talking about to the to the masses. It distracts the overall cause and for one people definitely need to apologize to Kyrie Irving because Kyrie Irving did he did say this before, before we went down to the bubble he's like yo I don't I'm not too fond of the bubble because it can easily distract people from the from the bigger cause at hand and you know LeBron was like you know both can go hand in hand like you stated but to see to see the overall change that they had and you know for me I just think the boycott could have lasted a little longer because because now Dennis let me tell you a story right more, more so of an analogy so like say say you know you go to a grocery store with a kid right the parent you know the, the, the kid wants candy the parent says nope you we, we gonna eat supper when we get home you know the kid the kid starts crying you you give them the candy they stop crying you know you ain't you ain't fixing it that, that's basically like what we're doing with by giving basketball back but i I will say this like i said i i am glad of what the nba players have done and like i said this, this isn't the only the only stop of change because i already see this for for the foreseeable future right and we still haven't arrested the cops of Breonna Taylor. So, so I'm I'm just like, and it's it's sad that another brother had to die for, you know, for the owners to get their feet moving even even more. Because according to according to that meeting, according to Chris Haynes and other reporters, look, like you said, the Clippers and the Lakers, they was getting ready to bounce, and it, and it was like, look, if you got no LeBron, you got no Kawhi, and L.A. Conference Finals, and what they've been hyping up for the longest, look, you ain't going, you ain't gonna have no basketball. And I, I'm I'm glad to see LeBron flex his power a little bit and put their owners, uh put the owner's feet to the fire because the owners was kind of starting to, you know, you know kind of drag their feet, like, you know, paint Black Lives Matter on the court. Yeah, that's good. Put the names of how many more, you know, say her name, put those on the back of jerseys, but guess what? LeBron, LeBron had to put their foot to the fire, and so did the rest of the NBA players when they took that stand.
1: Mm, you got to point, but remember the, the meeting the meeting that they had at hand kind of went, you know, blown out of proportion in a way, too. So it was like, it's, it's a lot. Like, especially when it's happening, like, the same day of People ain't really in the right state of mind at the time to things that transpiring. So you got to be like in the right state of mind to actually be functioning correctly. So I mean, it could have been a, a, a like a ball of a like different kind of emotions that everybody was kind of going through. But at least they came up with some kind of solution. You, I mean, we can't fault them
0: for that. Right, right. You know, and like it, it it was it was a lot of it was a lot to unpack. And I want to give the NBA props for this because like. I remember when I was, um, I think I texted you or you texted me and I and I got the info on Twitter. You was like, yo, they they canceling the Milwaukee Bucks, they canceling the Orlando game. I'm like, I didn't even I didn't even get the notification yet from Bleacher report. And then as soon as I did, I'm like, I'm looking through all throughout Twitter. I'm like, oh snap. And then so I'm thinking, like, and, and what was and what was intriguing was like, like this was like a plan the Bucks were going over in the locker room. And I'm I'm just like, and then it, it was in a, and then they had kind of sort of a they had a, like an impromptu like press conference in the middle of the hallway, and I'm like, Yo, and then you saw the Houston Rockets OKC game get uh, boycotted, and then you saw and you saw the Lakers and the Trailblazers game get boycotted, and then not only that, you saw you saw tennis, you saw MLB, like it was like across all sports league, and that's why I said that day. Honestly, that's a day that I could tell my kids about going into the future because I'm like I have never seen like that, like just like with my own eyes. And you know, there's a lot of times people bring up you know the 19, 1967. Um, Cleveland Summit where you had Muhammad Ali, Lou Al Sindor, who's uh Kareem Abdul Jabbar now. You had Jim Brown, you had you had all those figures, like prominent figures. That was at the time where Muhammad Ali, they wanted Muhammad Ali to go over there and fight in Vietnam. He was like, I'm not, I'm not finna do that. You know, stripped him of his title. He was he sat out for you know about three or four years of his prime. What it accomplished in the big picture was that like something you alluded to earlier, it was it was the fact that you know these black athletes. They they can use their prominence, they can use their voice to spread a bigger message as to what's going on in the world.
1: Yeah, once you become a public figure, you kind of have a position of power at that point.
0: Right. And um before before we move on, I also want to give a shout out to the WNBA. I don't know if you saw, but they they wore the um they wore the white short the white shirts on the court that showed seven bullet holes in the seven bullet holes in the back of their um uh, the back of the white shirt. So I want to give definitely give a shout out to the WNBA on that. But Moving on, Dennis, I don't, I don't know how you're going to feel about this one, but moving on. So anyway, Donald Trump and his officials, um, according to Fox News, they they basically called the NBA a political organization um, in response to the NBA's boycott. And, and in terms of, you know, protesting against police brutality, they, they said, you know, they, they're lucky, you know, because not everybody could take those kind of, you know, Take a day off from their the actual work job. So Dennis, when you saw when you saw this and when I sent it to you, what what, what was your thought process behind it? From the get-go,
1: I really don't listen to nothing Donald Trump say because I really don't care. But like it's just him leading home. Like when he even said that, I was like, clearly he just doesn't see the bigger picture. Cause he's not us. He's not a person of color. So he doesn't understand what we go through on the regular. But then again, it's not, it's nothing new coming from him. Like once once he said the NBA. Has turned into like a political organization. It's like which, which you basically you're trying to say like, oh, people that play sport or people in particularly that play for the NBA don't have a way of using their voice or they shouldn't have the permission or the power to use the voice that they have
0: to speak upon things. Dennis, you already know where I'm going. You know, like like I said, I'm not, I'm not too fond of you know, man, man himself. Like you, you know, you know the song by by Nip and YG. I'm I'm gonna tell you that when you got to like that you you are I ain't got to say it, but you already know what song I'm talking about right But anyway when I looked at this, I'm, I'm just like yo so you telling me politics and you and you telling me the fact that it never coincided with sports I would say that's that's a dang lie I mean let's let's look at the Olympics where you, where um we had John Carlos at the at the um at the Olympics back in the day and where he raised his fist you so you you telling me that that wasn't um protesting against systematic oppression and you you telling me sports never coincided with that and i'm i'm gonna tell you like i never i never i never never had respect for trump and it and it 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 ticked me off because you remember when he called called colin kaepernick a son of a b i was like whoa i'm like i'm like yo that that, that's that's out of pocket like and shout out to colin kaepernick too because a couple couple days ago at the time of this podcast also, it, it marked a four year uh, anniversary in which he took a knee and it really, really tried to send this message. And now people are, you know, people are bringing flowers, flowers to his, uh, flowers to his doorstep and trying to apologize. Like, no, Kaepernick was right the whole time because Kaepernick was trying to preach the same thing as well. So you tell me sports and politics never coincided. I'm sorry that that is a dang lie because, look. The NBA has been one of the most progressive leagues, progressive out of the four major sports leagues, out of the NFL, NHL, soccer, whatever, tennis, whatever. And you have one of the most progressive commissioners, Adam Silver, who I keep saying is one of the most best, one of the most progressive commissioners in any sports league. I'm sorry, man. I'm look, man. Trump, Trump get on my Trump get on my nerves with this bull job, man. I'm just I'm just gonna say it like that, flat out and clear. He gets on my nerves with the bull job. Because he's he, he, he spew, he spewing out BS. But that, that's
1: why I said. Anything that really comes out of his mouth really doesn't surprise me. Because it's like, it's just him being typical of him. And it's like, at the end of the day, we really don't care what what you say anyway. It's like, it's just, it's, it's just saying we got to deal with.
0: But anyway, we'll be right back. Stay tuned. Stay locked with me and my man Dennis on Austin D Radio. You ever thought about starting your own podcast? What better time than now? I mean, we are stuck in quarantine, right? While most people see it as a tall task, Buzzsprout makes starting a podcast easier than ever before. Trust me, I was scared to start my podcast too, but it has easily been the best decision I have ever made. Buzzsprout offers you the proper tools to launch professional podcasts and have your episodes listed to all major streaming platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and many more. You'll also have a professional-looking website for your podcast with features including audio players you can drop on other websites, detailed stats to see how people are listening to your show, tools to promote your episodes, and much more. Buzzsprout will be committed to helping you succeed in your podcast journey as they upload weekly blogs videos, and resources to help you navigate the ins and outs of podcasting. To start your own podcast and get a $20 Amazon gift card, go to the link listed in the show notes. It lets Buzzsprout know that your boy Austin D sent you and helps support the show. Join over 100,000 podcasters already using Buzzsprout and get your message out to the world. Buzzsprout, the easiest way to start a podcast. Yo, 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 what's up? Welcome back to Austin D Radio. I'm still here with my man Dennis Hudson, you guys can find him on Instagram at underscore it's soul world. But moving on to our last topic of the day, Dennis. So former Portland Trailblazers, Mo Harkless, shared a story of how he ran into a police officer. You know, I believe it was on his way to a game. He had his nephew, um, his cousin. And so basically, I, I wanted to bring up the story because, you know, the the cop pulled the cop pulled him over, um, told him to get his license and registration when, when he, when he got brought, when the guy, when the officer brought back, you know, his identification and stuff, he was like, Oh, you're more heartless, you know, have a, have a good game tonight. And I wanted to bring this up because I don't think, I don't, I don't think people outside of, you know, the black community understand what it, or outside of any minority understands what it, what it's like to be black. Because when we're talking about being black, it is a, it is a stressful job. We don't, we don't get to take, we don't get to take any days off, you know, and you know, when you're, when you're being black and you're, and, and you're an, um, you're not an athletic field, you know. In terms of the, like in this sense, in terms of the NBA, when you take that jersey off, you, you 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 still you still black. You don't get to take the black jersey off. You still black, and no matter how much money, no matter no matter what kind of car you drive, no matter what neighborhood you live in, people gonna still see you as just black, you know, as beneath them. So Dennis, let me let me get your thoughts on on this, and you know, how, how'd you how'd you kind of you know analyze uh, this story.
1: Yeah, I mean, we live in a crazy world, know. Like, I always stress to people: at the end of the day, nothing in life is perfect, like, and it may never be. But the world, the world that we live in and how society is created is just—it's—it's it's a bad situation. Will it ever change? Maybe, but it's—it's it seems like it'll be a long time from now.
0: Right, and to be honest, this this really isn't the first time like something like this has happened. Because, like, let's take for example Sterling Sterling Brown. The man, the man was walking in and out of CVS, uh, you know, picking up on real quick was going to go out cop, cop car pulled up to the CVS, you know, you know, he's, he's trying to cooperate, you know, and whatnot and the police slam him to the ground. And then Sterling Brown, you now pressing charges, you now. for people who don't, who don't know who Sterling Brown is, he's the, he's a guard for the Milwaukee Bucks, which also kind of, kind of, kind of intertwines into what I'm saying. And let's also look at Tabo Sevalosha. He, he was, um, uh, he was a victim of police brutality as well. So, I, so this this is my thing. I don't understand, and and I don't think I don't think people quite get. I don't think people quite grasp the thinking as to why African Americans have have such a disdain for for cops. You know, no matter what community we live in. Like, take for example, my mom works for the city of Lakeland. You know what I'm saying? And so she's constantly around firefighters, coworkers, and cops. Every black per Every black parent has to have that talk with their child. Like boy and girl, so and and it's almost an uncomfortable one as well because it, it's like like you either comply or you die, and it's a sad reality that we have to say that that parents have to say that to their children, and it's a sad rea- sad reality. I'm I'm t- have to say that to my children because this is something that's been going on. It, racism is is not something that that's going to change overnight. I understand that, but it's just the fact that you know my mom has had to have that conversation with me. I'm have to com- have that conversation with my children. You gonna have to have that conversation with your children, your grandchildren for generations and, and, and it I don't know it, it's it's this it's this really messed up cycle that we have to deal with and I don't like I said i just I just don't I just don't think people understand just just the the grasp the, the uh magnitude of, of what we're dealing with when we're talking about race in America specifically towards African Americans and why we have why we why we kind of we just have that disdain for cops. I like I don't think people understand that Dennis tell tell please tell tell me am I wrong but like I said, there, there's no fire around today, man. Like I said, me and Dennis got straight to the meat like you guys wanted it. But anyway, Dennis, thanks for hopping on to the podcast once again, man. I thank you so much. We'll catch up on some more NBA topics next week. You know, the, there's some games coming out tonight. You know I'm saying? You, got, you guys go ahead and watch that. But anyway, Dennis says you guys can find him on Instagram at underscore it's so world Dennis you guys You got any shout outs You want to give out Before we uh, before we end the podcast
1: Hey man Like I always say live life be, be the best person You can be And I always remember The best level of
0: happiness Is the one you create On your own Yes, sir. You heard it from the man Dennis himself. Anyway, man, thanks for tuning in once again, man. I love you. Peace. What's up, y'all? It's your boy Austin D here. And thanks for tuning in to another episode of Austin D Radio. If you would like to catch up on any of the previous episodes, you guys can find the podcast on your Apple podcast, Spotify and iHeartRadio apps. All you have to do is type in Austin D Radio. Also, if you want to stay up to date on topics for upcoming episodes, you guys can follow me on Instagram at underscore just Austin D. And remember, Austin D Radio is home of all trending NBA news.